Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Mr. David Bowie, and this is David Bowie's Storytime. Today, we'll be going through one of my glorious stories and wonderful fan fiction written by the world itself. Today's tale was just me, Mr. David Bowie, with my lover and my lover's son shopping in a fancy store across an American mall, I think. I don't know. We'll see. I bring you now to shopping with David Bowie. Mm. Hello, family. Good to see you, family. How are we? David, you know I'm always good when I'm with you, honey. I don't. I just want to be with my man, David Bowie, rock star. <laughs> Great to see you, Belvedere. Du Bossonet. Is that how you pronounce your name, my sweet lover? Well, one of the things that I love so much about you is that we have been together for 27 years and you still don't know how to say Du Bossonet. <laughs> well, time isn't a construct, I believe in Belvedere, and you know that. Where's your sweet little child? Can't wait to shop for his birthday today. You talking about Cream Demanth Jr.? Yes, I'm looking. It's his birthday, and we need to find him a fabulous little gift. Something that'll please his little boy tastes. Buds of fan and fantastic. Where is he? Oh, he's right here. He just was hiding under a coat rack. Come on out, Grim Demance. Uh, hey, what's up, man? Uh, I, nice, you know, to to be on your show. Yeah, man, I don't want anything crazy for my birthday. I just want a reasonable belt. That's all. Krem, just because you're hanging with David Bowie doesn't mean you're on a show. It's We're just at the mall shopping for you. You're part of David <laughs> Bowie's life now. Now, no, pick, what sure, does your man. fantasy dis, what does your fantasies dream of? I, like I said, I just want a reasonable leather belt. That's all I want. I'm just uh I'm very tired of uh standing out in school and um surely it's embarrassing. That's it. Boy, if you think you shopping with the rock star Mr. David Bowie and his lifetime partner, uh, Belvedere Du Boisonnet, you think you getting a belt? You got another thing coming. Now, now, Belvedere, uh. we must listen to the child and the child's needs, for the fantasy of a child is the fantasy of a world. Krem, we shall get you the. F we shall get you this belt. Thank Maybe you. we'll get you one made of a dragon skin from the world of uh, Nebuchadnezzar. What uh, do you say? How, how about something no with a little lights and fancy? No, no, just something from the Gap, please. I just Surely. want I, the, the 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 Lamborghini that you bought me, mm. um, Father, did not work out so well, um, as it was immediately stolen from me. Mm -hmm. And then brought back to school, painted a different color. They stole and I have to your live Lamborghini? No, no, you didn't. You did not. The kids at school stole my Lamborghini and then painted it a different color. And then I just have to live with this every day. And then I'm pissed. They stole your Lamborghini. The boys at school, <laughs> the boys at school yes. stole your Lambo. Yeah, they did, David. My God. You don't have yeah. to call me David. You can call me Mr. David Bowie if it's your fancy. 
whatever you want. If you want to be Mr. David Bowie, I'd I'd rather do that. Whatever uh, makes you happy. But yeah, man, I don't I don't want any electric lights. I don't want a, a mirror belt. I I just want a reasonable leather belt from the Gap. As as I I just want to be a normal high school student. That's it. No, no. but you do agree to the dragon skin. That's oh. you do agree to that from the land of Nebuchadnezzar. I'd have to see it, honestly. I, I, I maybe. I'm saying maybe. Well, it's hard. It's hard to just see it before because I have to talk to my magic man to slay <laughs> down the dragon to get the belt. So it, in order to see it, I would. It'd be a lot, is what I'm saying. We could end up killing something, something of oh magic. <laughs> so just to see the belt would be a lot. To see the belt would mean I would have to call my magic man and have him murder a dragon to show you the belt. And if you want to throw it away like an old girl on the second date after prom, well then, that'd just be a waste of a dragon. Do you understand what I'm saying, Creme de Monthus Jr.? Sure, sure, man. Sure, Mr. David. No problem. Then I guess I just, I, I won't take the dragon skin belt. Uh, just a, a normal leather belt will be fine. Sure, should I pick you up another Lamborghini? Please, God, no. No, absolutely not. It's bad enough as it is in high school for me. I do not want another no. Lamborghini. If anything, I'd love to take the bus to school. That would be great. No David. son of mine will be driving around in a non-Lamborghini unless it's some kind of fantastical beast like a unicorn with wheels. David. Mm. David, you mm. sex machine. Mm. I will warn you, as you know... This boy crammed a myth. He says stuff he doesn't want, but really he wants it. I know that about him and what he's trying to tell us. Mm. He wants a dragon skin belt and a Lamborghini. Oh, you're saying, Belvedere, you have to listen to the songs of your child. For the high school days are the hardest days. I remember I wasn't always this I wasn't always Mr. David Bowie. I was a drab little boy one day, and I remember going to my high school prom in nothing more than a fancy dress. And boy, was that drab. Krem, <laughs> what would you like for your... Give me a list of things you'd like for your birthday that I can mm, type into my magic phone with as... With I have free delivery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no problem. All right. So I guess by Belvedere's logic, if I say I Belvedere, do not want... is your mother or father? Oh, oh that clear. has never been determined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, from what I understand, you always preach fluidity in the household. So that was a question to never bring up. It's not so much fluidity as I myself do not know. You do not know what you are. Oh, I know what I am. I am mm. Dave. I am Mr. David Bowie, rock star's partner for life, and that's all I mm. think I need to know. I also know I am overly voluptuous. <laughs> yes, yes, you are, and I love him over voluptuous. Some say, David, do you like a voluptuous lover? And I say, no. I like an over-voluptuous lover. Give me a little, fill the glass of voluptuous to the top, and then pour a little more. That's what I say. Now, Belvedere, my dear, yeah. you know I don't, yes. so that's the thing. <clears throat> Who gave birth to this child is what I'm wondering. You know I don't care about male or female. I just want to know how he was created. 
Oh, nobody knows. I fell asleep. I was I, I was on a, a binge, if you will. I was drinking them creme de menthe down there. I was in Louisiana. Mm. I fell asleep. I woke up and this little uh, uh this little boy was sucking at my teeth. And I said, well, this must be mine. I don't know where he came from. He must have came out of me or someone that I knew that I it penetrated. One of the two. Comments or concerns, Krim? Well, I would imagine, given my name, that he penetrated Krem to Senior. <laughs> oh, no. I, I named you that because I was drinking Krem to the night that I found you sucking on my teeth. So I said, well, they came first. So you're the junior. Looks like right. we have a magical mystery to solve here. <laughs> well, thank God that was cleared up on the way to the mall. <laughs> it seems like a giant thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's been tough. I'm just trying to be an average kid in the midst it. of this insane household. Well, it's not so crazy when the world is crazy and the songs are crazy and the life is crazy. Who are you? Hang on, I could write that down. That's pretty good. Where's my Very magic good. pen? Where's my magic song pen? I don't I know. Guess probably in the magic pouch where you keep all the magic things. Oh, very nah. right. Very good, Krem. It's, it's right in the magic pouch. Next now, David, what? What? As we as we portray, uh, as we carry on to the mall, mm -hmm. I do think it is time. Maybe you told the boy how we met and came to be lovers. <laughs> Sure, I can tell you that story. the 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 song, the song of the of the song of our greetings of David Bowie's fifteenth wife husband. <clears throat> Jesus, I've yeah. got to be honest. I don't really remember. I believe there was something something about love. Help me out, Belvedere. Tell the rest of it. <laughs> I've only been married 14 times before. And now that I bring it up, I realize... I mix them up. And as a matter of fact, now that I've brought it up, I realize it is not of the most romantic variety. He was playing a show in Detroit, Little Crim Dement, and uh, I came backstage and I sucked him off. That's not right. I don't remember that, for I don't have a penis, and I don't have a vagina. So, what were you sucking up? What are you talking I, about? I sucked your magical essence. Right, that makes more sense to me, because I have lots of magical essence as I was born on the inside of a star, five galaxies away. Yeah, what were well, thank you guys. About? You guys were talking about how you guys met, and you, you told me as parents that on my 16th birthday you'd finally reveal that information to me even though i've never asked for it but you demanded that you would so you know 16th thank you good to know with your birthday now let's get back to shopping for you would you like to go into one of these funky stores yeah um yes j crew that would be perfect i'd love to go in here <laughs> do you want to go into j crew sure let me Sure, look at these weird suits. This plain old pants. You want some plain old pants, Grim? 
That'd be fine. I mean, as long as there's a belt attached to those pants, I just need a belt. I keep getting pants in high school, and one of you decided to gild one of my butt cheeks. So the whole school thinks it's hilarious to pull down my pants. I just want a normal belt so this doesn't keep happening to me. That's all. Well, I've got to gild all my children, or else how would I know who, whose essence I'm sucking? I could end up just... Being on one of my own children. I've had so many children before. I, could, I had to gild them. You know, you must gild your children. I didn't explain, know this was a problem for you. Explain why you would have to gild your children. Because I'm a sexy, freaky boy. And I like to get freaky. And if I see a butt that's got my markings on it, I know, stay away. It's a way of marking your territory. I'm starting to understand. No. Well, yes, starting. I'm marking my territory as to not make love to my own children. Does not not make sense to your little 16-year-old brain? Ah, uh, well, yeah, I mean, yes, it does okay. now. I wish I didn't have that fact. Let me so play. You, do that. you do that to not have sex with your own children. Let me play you a fantasy scenario. As you are, David Bowie, you're in a backstage of a concert, drugs are flying, you've cocaine everywhere, and you're grabbing bodies, and you grab a fine little tookish, and you look over and you see your, your own initials that says CDMJ's children. You, you know, you stay away. Stay away from that, bud. You don't want to have sex with your own children, so you push it. So I brand all my children as so the orgies, when they get crazy, they don't get too crazy. I mean, I, I get that. I totally do. Uh, uh, well, now at least I have something to say when they ask why one of my butt cheeks is killed it. So my right. father won't have sex with me. I <laughs> have... Stepfather. Stepfather. Stepfather, first of all. And I have tattooed both on the front and the back of me at David's, uh, at David's behest okay to have sex with uh, because he does also need the opposite to be true when he needs to know that that person is uh, not his child. So uh, in both both front, back, bottom of the feet, top of the head, because he'll come at you from every direction. So I've got a, a number of tattoos with instructions for uh, uh, David Boyd because when you live in the magical uh galaxy plane that uh mr david boy he, he does insist i call him mr uh, uh lives mr. on uh, uh uh you don't have time for earthly concerns as in is this someone that i'm allowed to have sex with or not makes sense to me <laughs> yes you did it to, yes of course you must <laughs> you must brand the lovers go i i, I it works for me I'll tell you why. What the original system was red, yellow, and green, you know? So, you know, if you see a naked body and you see it's a little, it's, it's red, that's no-go. That's your children. That's a beast. That's something that's sullied. Sometimes they've got little diseases on them and you, you need to stay them away. Yellow means <clears throat> maybe that's your friend's wife. Maybe, maybe it's someone who'd be mad at you, but... Who cares? You're David Bowie. And then red is diseased and children. So those are the two you stay away from. You don't make love to your children or the diseased. Crema, are you learning on your birthday? Maybe yeah, that's the that, gift I can give you. It's just, that's, that's fine. If that gift could also include a belt, that would be great. But I am happy for all this uh, knowledge on my 16th birthday to take into adulthood. Yes, I'm going to take you down a couple. We're going to really teach you for your birthday. You need to be more like your parents, freaky deeks. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Yes, the first thing I want you to work on 
is your voice. You sound too normal, you know? Add a little, add a little flavor to your voice. Uh, talk, bring, bring it up, bring it up when you talk. Crumb, try to talk. Say, say this word, say this word with me. The loose lamb lays on the land. The loose lamb lays on the land. Say it, but ride it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. The loose lamb lays on the land. No, no, you're getting there, but it's your first try, it's okay. Make love to the words. The loose lamb lays on the land. <laughs> if I do this, will I get a belt? You're gonna get a belt. I'm gonna get you a belt. Shut up about the belt. I'll get you a goddamn belt. <laughs> get over the belt, boy! The Enough belt. with the belt! <laughs> you get the fucking got, belt. He's built crazy, Mr. Yeah, David Bowie. belts in the house. You can just have one of the many belts I have. I, your belts are too crazy, man. My, one of them just, it's emblazoned down. It says penis giant. And then the other yeah. one, yeah. You want them to the know other, who you are. <sighs> yeah, it's just too much for high school, that's all. First of all, if I wear that belt, I'll get sent to the principal's office. And I'm mm. just trying to keep a good record so I can go to a normal state school and just blend in and be anybody else. This is all I want. You just want to be anybody else, but you're not. You're you. Be you. What are you? I am a, I am a guy who just wants a bland life. I want to watch Netflix sure. with my wife. I want to have two children. I want to live in the suburbs. And I, I just I want a, a job, and un, just, a, just a business job, and join a bowling league. And that's all I want. Sure, but who are you? I'm Creme Dumont Jr. Who are you? I am I'm just a I, I'm just a guy trying to fly under the radar. That's all. Grim. Who are you? <sighs> this is I'm when you six... say I'm a freaky lizard that likes to dance, no? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not I'm trying to tell you that I'm not a freaky lizard. <laughs> At least not yet. Maybe the freaky lizard days will come for me. But as of right now, I am, I'm just a kid who would like their stepdad to not tell him to shut up when he tells him that he, that he, um, he feels uncomfortable doing a, uh, 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 being a freaky lizard. Shut up. I want you Please. to be a freaky lizard. Maybe a lizard with a, with a, with a, with a zipper, a zipper on his back so you can r get inside him. What do you think of that, Krim? Shut up. You need to shut up with that non-lizard talk. I'll tell you that right now, Krim. Shut up. Yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll if you guys will tell me, stop telling me to shut up, shut I'll up. do it. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> Why don't you just shut up? You You're freaky my little lizard who loves to <laughs> dance. You're a freaky little lizard, boy. How do you be a cosmic lizard that lives in space and flies around the stars and talks, stops at planets for a latte? What about something like this? That seems pretty yeah. normal to me. Sure. No, no problem. That, that, that's no problem. I can do that. Let me ask you a question, Krem. Good. Can you just try to talk like a freaky lizard? Just do it for your daddy. Sure. Absolutely, Mr. David. Yeah, that I have to call Mr. you Mr. David, David Bowie stepdad. <laughs> yeah, no problem, Mr. David Bowie stepdad. I'll talk like a freaky lizard on the cosmic train. Well, we're talking, this is great. Getting a lot in Jupiter. 
<laughs> this is you. This is you, boy. Now, come, you're going to take over the school with this. Tell me something, freaky lizard. Tell me something, freaky lizard. Do you like to Go lay ahead. on a rock? Do you like oh, to lay on a you... Shut up. Uh, <laughs> you need to shut your mouth you when to... Sir Mr. David I'm... Bowie Rockstar is talking. Wait, wait for <laughs> yes, the wave me. to crest. Wait. You need shut to up. shut your little mouth, you freaky little lizard dancing freaky star lizard. boy. You need to stick your head under the sand and shut up, you freaky lizard. Talk when I say go. Yeah, you need to shut your mouth. I'm a Just dream astronaut. What? What? <laughs> what did you say? What did you just say to me? You're a dream astronaut? Yeah, you didn't know I was a dream astronaut? I thought that was mainly what attracted you to me. Oh, of course I knew you were a dream astronaut. I just didn't know you let the little boy know you were a dream astronaut. Well, this you is the first he's hearing of it, but I figure if he doesn't shut his shut damn up. mouth... You shut up. <laughs> you shut up, too. I will, I will, I will, sir, David, uh, Mr. David Bowie Rockstar. <laughs> lover. You should call me Mr. David Bowie Rockstar Lover from now on, okay? Sir, Mr. Shut David up. Bowie <laughs> Rockstar Lover, I will, sh I will indeed shut up. Shut I will up. indeed shut up for my man. I'll shut Everyone. whatever you want. I'll shut my eyes. I'll shut my eyes and let you poke at me with a stick. Everyone shut up. Now, Krem. Krem? Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Ah. Don't shut up. <laughs> Talk about being a lizard for a little bit. Talk about it to your father or mother. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, coach you guys in being freaky, if that's okay. <laughs> well, you know, I don't need all that much coaching. A little help. No, no. You, you've been coaching me for 27 years, and I think I've been a pretty good teammate. Yes, of course. You're the many thing. You're the king queen of... That's something on my nose. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's a little leftover cocaine, but that's fine. Save it. <laughs> I don't know if this is working. I'm going to be honest. Are we having a... Is, we can't seem I'm to, having the time of my life. It's <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know exactly what I want. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what I Tell us, what do you want? just want this belt and all i want to be is a normal kid and if any if that means that i have to be a freaky lizard in a space galaxy and visit a planet to order a latte i'll do that i'll do whatever it takes mm. so as a freaky space lizard who orders a latte what kind of latte do you order oh gets a little whatever they have on tap <laughs> pretty good <laughs> whatever for the galactic baristas. You'll have to check your facts, though. They don't do lattes on tap. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> they don't. You just have to know who you are. Know who you are, Krem, and they don't have lattes on tap. It's a coffee drink. You know what I mean? Well, maybe... Belvedere, you worked at Starbucks. <laughs> Would you consider it with a the tap? boy. If he doesn't... Uh, you know, if he doesn't know the answer, you got to shut up. Don't just come talking to uh, Sir Mr. David Bowie, rock star lover with the latte on tap. This is not on offer on Jupiter. It's not a latte on tap. Do you want soy milk? What kind of milk do you want? Well, what about a nitro brew? Is that not on tap? Oh, you've got me again, little boy. <laughs> they are on tap. 
paint my face yellow and throw an egg in my eye. You are, I was wrong and you were right. Nitro is on tap. One coming up for you. And remember, I cut you off, but remember with that yellow painted face, caution when having sex with him, but you can still have sex with him. But just keep in mind, it could be your friend's wife, could, could be a problem, but you're David Bowie, so you do it anyway. Mm, when you paint your face yellow, you're letting everyone know sex could be good or it could be dangerous. Anyway, Krem, you've ordered yes. your latte. You've gotten a latte. Mm. What, now now what? What does a freaky space lizard do? <laughs> well, it's my first day as a freaky space lizard, so uh, I guess I'll, I'll attend a jam show. Oh, a jam show. <laughs> Belvedere, your child is... He's, He's really turning out okay, huh? Well, not only is he turning out okay, while well, you two were talking, because see, the boy said he wanted something from the J Crew. Mm-hmm. I struck a deal for only the low price of $10,000. I purchased every mannequin head in the store, and I think we can affix him to his Lamborghini. So he's got a Lamborghini covered in mannequin heads. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. He's going to really get them, He'll get them love all it. going at the local school with his head Lamborghini. <laughs> and it's from the store he selected. He said mm-hmm. J. Crew. If I had only known that they sold Lamborghinis with heads on them, I would have never mentioned J. Crew. Oh, no, you're all mistaken. I just bought the heads at J. Crew, and it was an under-the-table deal. See, mm. you, they're not p- particularly for sale, but if you offer them enough, and we're going to take that and put it on your existing Lamborghini. Yes, rock stars don't, rock stars don't get things off of the rack. We'd say, give us a little something, maybe the heads of the mannequins, huh? I think you did good, Belvedere. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for my gift. <laughs> Sounds very happy. <laughs> Belvedere, let me ask you a question. Yeah, let's of get, course. Let's just do a thing I like to call getting to know people you already know. Would you like to play that game on the car ride over? You know I love that game. Me and you play that game almost every night, almost as much as we play Boggle. Magic, mm-hmm. bo- magic space Boggle. Of course. The only way to play Boggle is Magic Space Boggle. What does you what would you say you do for a living? <laughs> oh, what do I do for a living? I'm a consultation to the stars. And I don't mean celebrities. I mean literally a stars in the sky. I will consult with them and give them advice on where and what to do next and uh through that, I have garnered many celebrity followers, uh, such as Terry Crews, and uh, mainly Terry Crews. Hmm. Uncle Terry is a great star to have under your belt, Belvedere. Now, let, let me ask you a question. Is that why you were hanging out with Richard Grieco three weeks ago? And now, you know I don't like when you follow me around, but if you must know, Greco, I'm trying to get the boy an uh, 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 internship with Richard Greco. Which boy? Creme de Mint. How many boys do we have together? I mean, I know you got a lot of boys, but I'm talking about me and you. I've got a lot of red lights, I'd like to call them. Um, 
Yeah, okay. You think he wants to hang out with Richard Grieco? Sure. I don't know. I just saw Richard Grieco and said that, well, that might be an opportunity because the boy right now, he's talking about, oh, I want to finish high school and get a job and a wife. And I don't, that doesn't sound any kind of magical. I went into his room. There wasn't a single magical orb or crystal in the whole place. I always say, how does this boy expect to travel the galaxy with no magical orbs? <laughs> we we have... <laughs> We have no water in the house. We have no water in the house. We have something that you guys call fairy liquid. <laughs> There's no water in space, Krem. We're just trying to ready you for your life. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, look, I appreciate that. It is a very fantastical household, and I do like that part of it. And I, I actually, I haven't been minding hanging out with Richard. He is, uh, you know, he's like a 50-something-year-old man who's kind of down on his luck now. He's actually a pretty good guy to hang out with. Richard Grieco was great. In the, Richard Grieco was a great man. Yeah. I just thought that maybe Belvedere was starting to develop something with him. Belvedere, I never develop. I won't develop anything with anybody but except Sir Mr. David Bowie, rock star lover, unless you instruct me to. And if you instruct me, because Krem DeMath, your stepfather, he's a man of particular and beautiful tastes. And sometimes he'll say, I'd like to see you. What I'd like tonight is to sit in my throne, because he does have a throne. I'd like to sit in my throne and watch you uh, uh, make love to two uh Two uh, former American gladiators, and so we called up. We called up Laser, and we called up. Uh, what was the other one we called up? Uh, Nitro. Yeah. Oh, you heard this in that room. So late. I I made the love. Are thin. Yeah, I made love to Laser and Nitro, and they're they are way past their prime. While 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 your stepfather s sat in his throne with that with that beautiful gaze, as if he's staring off into space. I don't know even know if he watched. He just wanted it to happen. Right is again. What is is that true? Did you want it to happen? Of course, I wanted it to happen. I wanted it all to happen. I'm not someone who wants things or doesn't want things. I'm beyond these wants. I'm beyond all of this. I mean, I'm just a man who came back from the dead to be with his stepson who doesn't seem to give a shit about him. And he tries to get to know his Belvedere wife or husband haven't asked yet, hasn't really gotten an answer on that question yet. No one knows. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. I cannot figure it out. Why don't we go to the doctor? I did. They said I never seen anything made up like this. I don't know what kind of setup this is down here, but you need to not come back. Let me ask you a question, Belvedere. <laughs> when you were growing, when you were growing up in your little school with your little, when you went to go in the, when you went to go to the bathroom, did you go in the boys' room or the girls' room? Oh, I was growing up in the orphanage, and they gave me a bucket. Well, that doesn't help that question. <laughs> okay, let's try another one. <clears throat> what kind of toys did you have growing up? Did you have maybe G.I. Joe or Bobby? Oh, I did. I had a, a Barbie playhouse that I put all my G.I. Joes in. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. I have to ask you, do you want to be one or the other? <laughs> one or the other or what? 
female or male? Yes. Which do you prefer? Oh, I didn't know you mean pick one. I mean, you don't have to. I'm just asking what you want to be. How would you like to be referred to? I'd like to be referred to as Sir Mr. David Bowie's lover, longtime life partner, and confidant. Well, that's a, that's an easy fix. I've been doing that already. You don't seem to... Let me ask, do you want to have children? More children? Yes. <laughs> Good. Just like to know. We're just trying to get to know my lover. Now, Krem, did you ever f feel like you're missing something in your relationship? Like a uh, some kind of, what would you say you're uh, parenting, father, mother? <laughs> easy. Very easy. Stability. St any kind of stability, stability and normalcy. I lo look, Mr. David, um, rock star. Just, just call me Daddy Dearest. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Daddy Dearest. Mm -hmm. I Don't get it wrong. I... I love you guys. You're my mm -hmm. parents. It's just, it's difficult as a, a, you know, a fiscally conservative 16-year-old in a household with you guys. So I guess the only thing that I say would, was missing was just, you know, <clears throat> any sense of a, what I would consider a normal nuclear family. And I'm not, I'm not oh, mad you want at a you guys nuclear family. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, with all kinds of 16 eyes and many arms. I can make <laughs> no. that happen. I know a guy. <laughs> Oh, that's what I mean. No, no. I mean, I, I would even settle for a happy medium at this point. I would take your half of what you think a nuclear family is and my half and combine them. So we could have that 16-eyed man as long as we had mashed potatoes and just steak for dinner instead of dragon orbs, which yeah, are... I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I don't, I don't want you to feel bad. I really don't. You did, you both did an excellent job as parents with what you could do. Can but I get I, this straight for a second? Go ahead. Are you, are you trying to say that instead of the mashed potatoes in the bathtub that we've been doing for you, the mashed potato baths, which I think <laughs> yes. is the height of luxury, you would actually prefer fewer mashed potatoes and just have them for dinner? Yeah, that would be great if they were on a plate in a kitchen instead of filling the bathtub because that'll bring me closer to uh, Ursa Major by uh, having potatoes enriching my skin. What the hell is an Ursa Major? I, you're, you, you're the one who tell... It's a galactic uh, star cluster you told me this early on in my childhood it's just something that i've uh, kept oh. with me as the years have went on right 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 but you look at the things you do have right like you have a mother you have a belvedere bassinet mother who is nor a man nor a woman not putting any of those uh, you know they we don't put you in a box you know and you have a, a rock star stepfather who wants nothing but but to shower you with leathers and uh, hairs of <laughs> animals that have lived years and years ago these are things that not everyone gets to experience yeah i mean you know you bring up a good point and you know maybe i'm just uh as of right now I'm a teenager who's not quite comfortable in his own skin. So later on in life, I will be able to appreciate that. 
But as of right now, it's just a bit much for me. That's all. Do you think that every teenager, and I don't mean to come down hard on you. I just feel you're being a little bit ungrateful. Do you think every teenager out there in America gets lessons directly from Keith Richards on how to safely form a cocaine habit? Hmm. I, I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think they do at all. But that is the that that he he gave me that lecture when I just asked him how to throw a baseball. So that's that's what I mean. Okay, fine. I'll do the things you want to do. I'll play your normal daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay? why are you guys yeah. call me for going further for me call me <laughs> call me Mr. Joe. I'll be Mr. Joe, your regular father. <laughs> how about that? Yeah, and I'll, I'll be Diana, just some housewife ordering stuff off the home shopping network. How's that? Is that fun for you? Oh, Diana. Uh, yeah, let's try oh, it out. <laughs> oh, Diana. I love how you always watch the home shopping network. What's the last thing you purchased? Oh, you know I purchased that matching set of plates that had the picture of, of, of Barack and Michelle Obama on them. I think they'll be collector's items someday. So happy to have the Barack Obama plates now to eat off of. What shall I eat? Mm, unicorn tusk? No, I guess maybe I'll just have a taco. How does that feel, Krem? Does this feel better to you? It feels pretty good. I mean, honestly, it felt really good. And then you brought up Unicorn Tusk, which I think is a dead giveaway in terms of that you're not Mr. Joe and Diana. Do you guys want to... Wanna... Hey, Mr. No, Joe, I, I how about how about this Friday night we take Krem DeMith <laughs> to the local movie theater instead of taking in him on a zoological expedition through the galaxies? That sounds good. Maybe we'll watch a freaky movie like uh, <laughs> The Office. Is that a movie? <laughs> Who knows? He was talking about Netflix earlier. I don't even know what that is. Maybe we'll watch a little Netflix and eat popcorn instead of uh, Tuscified Ritalin. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back to work at the... <laughs> At the oil mining company, and I'll and I'll break my back for you, cream. Should I call you cream now? Is that more normal, cream? I can't. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't watch this any longer. Sorry, I can't hear you over the Johnny Mathis I'm playing. <laughs> I feel so bad that I'm doing this to you guys. I'll. I, I, you guys don't have to be Mr. Joe and Diana. No, I'll. It's too late. It's Joe is taking over now. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll be who you want. I'll be Creme de Mint Jr. I'll be the freaky lizard son that you've wanted the whole time. No, no, no. You don't have I to will do, do this, this for me. you, jo Belvedere. Maybe we go back tonight and make love. Just <laughs> you and me. Ooh, weird. Yeah, maybe, one we on just, one? maybe we just have one-on-one -on -one normal sex, you know, instead of inviting uh, three of the guys from the Harlem Globetrotters and Mark Summers, former host of Double, Double Dare. Dare. They're go do the Globetrotters are going to be so upset when we cancel on them tonight. Oh, they were looking forward to it. Hoopty Dumpty was so looking forward to it. <laughs> Belvedere, maybe tonight when we make love, I'll take this weird little appendage between my legs and I'll 
Place it in that hole in between your legs. Is that what they do? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I, we ain't never done that before, but I guess we'll just lay on top of each other and thrust until something happens. But uh, God forbid we should have to get rid of all the mirrors and electrical circuits. So I, guess, I guess I don't have to charge the anti-gravity machine in the bedroom tonight. <laughs> Being normal is fun. <laughs> No, 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 no. You don't have to do that for me. Don't get rid of the the bondage ball I keep in my mouth that I'm to soak up nutrients from. Don't do that for me. Oh, I don't, I don't know about a bondage ball. All I know about is driving a Honda Civic <laughs> to work on the Van Wick Highway day in and day out. It gets great gas mileage, and we care about things like gas mileage, right, Joe? Right. Cut to uh, ten years later. <laughs> Krem, Belvedere, and Mr. David are all sitting in a family. They haven't seen each other in ten years. <laughs> hey, Belvedere. How you doing? I've... Been Mr. Joe I, now for ten years. I've been Mr. Joe for I'm ten years good. now. And I'm pretty good, Joe. You know, I'm doing okay. I, you know, I still think about you a lot. I'm sure. I'm sure you do. I'm sorry. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Things really fell apart when Krem made us. You know, he didn't make us. We did what was right for our boy. We did. How's he doing? I haven't seen him in over I, ten, I actually, I actually invited ten years. Him. I invited him. Here he comes. Hello, hello, you Lucy, Goosey, Woosey, Boosies. Who's got a bit of maple syrup I could stick up my rectum for no real reason? <gasps> Horrifying. <laughs> Please don't uh, talk that way. Don't talk that way. We're in a public restaurant. Oh, there, there's no such thing as a public restaurant on everything is public on planet Earth. The universe is larger than you can ever imagine. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was fun. Uh, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. Oh, you <laughs> had it, do, baby. I couldn't get it. I no, you had, had it. fun. I thought it was good. I was having a blast. But... <laughs> Couldn't find David Bowie. No, you could. Oh, you I, were nailing I, Bowie. You know what? I think we couldn't quite find. I think we couldn't. We couldn't quite find the problem. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we were. I mean, there we were clear were, problems. Yeah. Right. But like, what? We couldn't find the task. You know, like <laughs> yeah, even though yeah. we had a task. Uh, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, you guys were great. Yeah, no, it's okay. I'm. Uh, it's okay. I'm gonna. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys uh, about something anyway. How are we on time, Mike? Uh, you're at forty-two. Oh, good. I wanted to tell you about this um, acting class I had. I had to take. Is that is that okay, guys? Yeah. By the way, of you're course. listening to the Rad Dude Cast. Uh, for those of <laughs> you that didn't know, I like a we like a 42 minute in introduction. <laughs> we like a cold open that's just a David Bowie scene. <laughs> um, man, I had to do. I, tell you, I had to take this like uh, act. I had to take this acting coaching class. It was weird. I uh, what did I? T I told you about it, Anthony, right? 
you told me a little bit about it. You were in the middle. <laughs> you were in the middle of it, and you were like, "I gotta go. I'm back on." <laughs> oh man. Uh, so Brendan, I took this class. It was a. Uh, it was like a comedy coaching. Uh, career class, right? So it wasn't about like how to do comedy. It was trying to coach your career. And I was like, yeah, it's free. I'll, I'll take this and see what's going on. Uh, but then it was just all, the entire class was like, just believe in yourself. You know, it was all like the stuff that you kind of like, I kind of already know, you know, like you're doing comedy long enough, you kind of know. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not what I, that, <laughs> that was the second class. I didn't even tell you, I didn't tell you that, that at all. The first class was the improv writing. It was how to write with improv. Um, I'm sorry. Seems like an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a little off today. Uh, yeah, I want to tell you how. I just want to pull this up so I can show you what uh, what happened. Um, I had to take like this. It was like how to imp- how to write to improvise. So they would give you like they would give you something to write about, and then you had to write for two minutes about the thing, and then they would come back, and then you tell everyone in the class like what you wrote. But I'm not like someone who's gonna. Like everyone was like, I'm gonna just go, you know. I'm gonna go. I'm in. My mind is just gonna go. I'm gonna write it down. So I wanna. I wanna. Find, hey, why don't you guys talk for a second, so I can tell you what I've. Is this talk is that weird? I uh, sorry. No. This, is an, this is a bad. I'm no. This I'm is ruining fine. this podcast. I'm gonna kill myself. Uh, no, <laughs> man, you're don't, fine, don't say man. That. This is great. I, don't now, care. I, I took a class when I started comedy, Anthony. I took a class, and uh, the guy was a a doorman at the Improv in like '82. So mm. like the like getting booked portion of the class was like and this uh, like you, you know this was nine years ago or whatever the getting booked portion of the class was like all right you're gonna need a folder that you mail to the clubs <laughs> it's gonna contain a dvd oh, right. and, and a headshot and it's like yeah. dude, even then i knew like no, definitely not. Like that's definitely not also, still happening. <laughs> yeah, that you physically <laughs> mail to the clubs. Yeah, but you put a a stamp on it and mail it to the clubs. <laughs> Jesus. I, yeah, I love like um, what's it called? City Steam used to have you do that. Um, where they would they would want like a press like a physical press kit from you, and uh, what's up? What? No, no, nothing. No, they made me oh. mail them a headshot in 2016. Yeah. Mail them. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, I remember doing that. Um, and they were like adamant about it. They sent like you know a bunch of emails <laughs> about it. And then so I finally, you know, I, I had to, you know, I do the the headshot, the the credit, whatever it is. And then I get to the club, and then the headshot is the other Anthony Devito. <laughs> 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 Put in all that work. Oh, yeah, I never, um, I, I never took uh, a comedy. Um, where did you take this in Cleveland? I took it. Um, yeah, and you know what? It was actually useful. Uh, and Greg, give a signal when you're ready with your story. Oh, when you're finished, wanna... I'm, I'm ready. I'm well, ready it, it was actually useful because the guy was cool. The guy was like, other, th- other than the dated, some of the dated information he had. Yeah. He was like, I can't really teach you to be funny. Like, I can tell you, I can help you sharpen your jokes, but mainly, like, I can, like he told a lot of practical stuff that, that a lot of new comics don't know. Like, the biggest right. thing was, like, he was like, when you get up on stage, unless you want to be a comic that talks with the microphone in the mic stand, he was like, move the mic stand out of the way. 
and it's like so many new comics you see <laughs> go up there, yeah. take the microphone out, and the micro the stands just standing in front of them, and it's distracting. And so it's like little tips like that. It's like, yeah, that is teachable. You can't teach yeah, yeah. funny, but you can teach that. And like, yeah, you know, like so it it was helpful, but uh, you know, it so, mainly was to get me up on stage. But I want I want Greg yeah. to get a chance to uh to tell his story. <laughs> Oh no, that that is that is. I do think I agree though with that. Like with the, there are things you can learn in comedy. If we, I took improv, and like when we took improv, they taught you like a lot of like fun things that help scenes move forward. Like that you're just like good to know, and you break them, and you don't have to do them. But like, there is something to teaching a lot of comedy. I think like I know a lot of comedians who are also bad, and they just worked hard, and now they're good. You know, like right, whatever. Um, so I had to take this class. And I didn't have to. I did, but it was like so. She would re- read a sentence, and then everyone had to break, and then you had to write them. And so I just was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's funny or not, but I was like, I'm just going to read these to you guys because I just want to tell you what I wrote. Uh, I think I freaked out a lot of people who were also there uh, because everybody in the class was like 60 years old. <laughs> you know, they were like people who were like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a improv writer. Uh, so she wrote down this sentence, and it said, uh, "You wouldn't believe what happened to me in the park, right?" So she said that. And then you're supposed to write it as another person. So they like pick someone and write them. And I just picked Anthony. I was like, I'll write this as Anthony. And uh, I just, I can't, I didn't really go. So I just wrote like, I was at the park uh, and you, uh, I don't want to, I mean, I can't do this today. I don't know. What, I'm so sorry. You guys have to deal with me. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're being a, great. What is having, happening? Yeah. What's happening yeah. right now? Because I want to boost you up because you're being great. David Bowie was great. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to hear this. What's happening? You all right? I'm having some major meltdowns in the inside of me about comedy. So I'm just, I had a show last night that was, or two nights ago that was fine. Uh, but it was like in a park with a microphone and you know, you're, I'm yelling at people jokes that I don't want to tell because I'm sick of them. And the new jokes aren't good because I can't work on them. Right. And so that I'm just like screaming on stage and then you, and then like the only fun I'm having in comedy is doing this podcast. But then that's like, uh, you know, like we're just kind of doing. Th- I mean, there's no pro- no problems here, but like if I don't feel, if I'm not clicking on this podcast, my whole life sucks. So like I yeah. didn't feel like I was clicking. Yeah. So I was like, everything sucks now. Let me give you two. <laughs> let me give you two pieces of advice. I would say, and I know just yeah. saying stuff no, no, can't can't fix someone's mental state. I was saying, I would say a. What you're describing stand-up-wise, you have to remember everyone is there right mm-hmm. now. That's where every stand-up is. They've got a bunch of shit they've written that they've never worked out, so they can't really do it well, and they're sick of their old shit, and they're performing at bunk-ass, either diminished capacity shows or yeah. outdoor shows. It's not a good time for stand-up. You're going to have very few and far-between shows that feel good. And then the second thing I would say is trust your talent. Like so for 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 instance you're thinking that David Bowie scene didn't work and that's because you have very high expectations of yourself I think that for the listeners it will definitely work you know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes you, we might right. feel something because we have certain expectations of the way we work together and feel ourselves out. But that doesn't mean that the people listening are feeling that 
non-clicking that we're feeling. So that's, that's the thing, right? It wasn't that we weren't, I wasn't, look, I, I think it, it's fine. Like whatever happened was people will find entertaining or they won't, or it doesn't really matter. But I wasn't clicking with myself. That's, this is, a, it's the same thing that happens with stand-up, right? I'll be doing stand-up and I'll do a set and I'll kill. I'm like, or it'll do really, really well. I'll walk off and I'll hate myself. And then I'll be like, I hate that. And then like Sam, who I was on the road with, was like, why did you hate that? And it was like, because I wasn't, um, like they were laughing, but I wasn't in the past. I wasn't controlling it with like, I didn't know where my set was going. I, I reached for a few words. And I didn't get them. You know what I mean? Like that might've been funny. The last thing we just did. But like, as I was this character, I couldn't grab things. I was reaching for stuff and my mind wasn't grabbing it. So that's what makes me mad, right? It's not how good it was for people. It's just like, oh, this wasn't me. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like that's, I don't get mad at bombing when I bomb. I get right. mad when I'm, even if I'm killing, if I wasn't like in this weird like zone of like controlling it in my own way. I don't, I'm not saying like a control freak, but it's like I knew like, you know, I reached for words and they were there. You know, it, does that make it, sense? It, it makes absolute sense. And Anthony, chime in if if you think what I'm saying makes sense. But what I would do if I were you is I would not try and change that emotion. I would try and change how you describe that emotion because I, because what you're describing is a person who strives to be the best. Like you're upset. Honestly, you're upset. Can't strive, can't strive you're, when you're already there. <laughs> you're upset because you didn't meet a a a um standard that you've set for yourself, which is great. Like you know, like I think that's a great thing, and I think you should turn that turn that idea around your head instead of describing that as I'm angry or I'm let down. You should describe that as like okay cool i'm i'm upset because i didn't i didn't reach the level that i know i'm capable of which is awesome because i a lot of people don't have that feeling a lot of people are fine with with being mediocre right i mean i don't know what you think anthony yeah <clears throat> i think you pretty much nailed it uh both of you guys the the, the feelings <laughs> of this no to be honest with you, you know there's um no i i understand what you're saying in terms of um it is a funny time because usually you have a plethora of things in comedy to feel good about or feel bad about, you know, right. where it's like uh, you can or just in life in general, you know, you can have a bad podcast episode in your in your eyes. Sure. And then you can go out and do stand up and you can have a great set and you can feel really good about yourself. Right. But with with the situation now, it's solely your comedic happiness or your creative happiness for the most part is solely derived. It's solely dependent on the podcast. So if that yeah. doesn't go well, then you're like, I suck at comedy. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, it's a different, it's a very um, unique situation. I understand what you're saying. Um, so funny. It's like you sit here and you go, Greg, who are you? I am funny. And then you do the show and you feel like you aren't funny. It's like, so I am nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But because <laughs> the podcast used to be a tan like a tangential thing towards stand-up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Stand-up was like the main motivator of your happiness. But now the podcast is the whole motivator. So if you're in it and you feel like this isn't going well, you kind of, I mean, at least for me, I'm like, I see the day ahead of me 
of like sulking and feeling bad yeah. and feeling like I have um, lesser value because of that. But in the grand scheme of things, man, like to what Brendan is saying, it's a, it's a, it's going to be most likely a really funny episode that the the people listening to will never have noticed that we thought we were off or you thought you were off. Yeah. But I also understand going like, hey, this is going well, but I, I'm not performing. Um, I, Because I, I've bombed, you know what I mean? But I'm like, hey, man, I did a great job, but they just didn't get me. And then yeah, I killed yeah. and been like, I'm doing a terrible job up here, and the audience is so good that they're keeping me afloat. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. It's just like a similar feeling to stand-up. Well, it's weird with a podcast because, like, what I like about a podcast is if you're bombing on a show, people aren't laughing, right? But, like, on this podcast, um, I could do weird shit that people might not react to. You know, like, I might not get messages or be like, like, hey, no one might say anything that was funny, but I thought it was funny, right? So I don't really care. It's like I did what I thought was good. And even if you guys didn't like it and they didn't like it, I was like, I don't give a fuck. That's what I thought was good. And that's all that matters. So what the problem is that like like today it was like I'm doing this thing and I'm like oh it might be good but I don't think it's good right, right. so you're like oh I don't this isn't what I this isn't making I'm not having fun doing this and like we could sit here and do a killer podcast and no one would know I didn't have any fun and no you know but like then I walk away and I go I didn't have fun doing this character this guy yeah. I, this David Bowie uh, guy like I thought. There'd be. I thought I'd. For me, it's. I enjoy doing it when I could find little hooks or little like fun things to dance on, and I wasn't yeah. finding myself having fun. And so then yeah. I found myself being like, I don't want to fucking. And usually we just <laughs> yeah. do it for an hour anyway, and I can I can get past it. But today I couldn't get past it. I was like, I can't get past this. I'm not having a. I'm not a. I'm not enjoying this character. And I was joining you guys. I was like, this is great, Anthony. You set up a perfect game. You were like, I have two crazy weird parents. Uh, I want to be normal. And then I was like, okay, I, we found the game. That's like a fun way to move. But then I was just like, I don't, I don't want to yeah, do this some, anymore. I want to get out Sometimes that happens. This. It's all right. I get out. You yeah. Know? I'd also well, suggest that, yeah, go ahead. And, and sorry to interrupt you, but like, keep in mind also, uh, and <laughs> not very often do three people do an hour of improv for seven years in a row. So, so like, yeah. I mean, and yeah, then man. there's a matter of perspective too. Like, um, of course we have our own, we all have our own expectations of ourselves. And it's like, it's funny to hear you say you think you didn't find the hooks because I was feeling during that whole thing that you had Bowie nailed and he had all these, like crazy quirks that Bowie would have. And I love the voice. And I was feeling the whole time, oh, I'm, I didn't bring the right character for him to play off of. And there's nothing here. So I was feeling like I was letting your Bowie down. It's just interesting oh, how, no. how perspective is like, we all have different perspectives on, on, on what is happening. And, it, you know, it's a, it's, it, this is fun too, this discussion, because it's like, here's, Here's we're recapping. Look. Here, here, we're recapping well, a bomb on a podcast. Well, well it's a look you don't People normally. People love talking dead. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Brendan. What's up, Brendan? You go ahead. And it's just something we normally don't talk about on this show, like literally what our process is and how we're like, um, you know, uh, how sometimes we'll, we will text each other after the show and be like, 
fuck, did I fuck that up? Or like, hey, I'm <laughs> sorry, dude, I fucked it. I talked over yeah, yeah. you. You know, like, you know, we don't really talk about it. So I think this is fun to give them a glimpse of like, fun. yeah, sometimes we don't we don't necessarily all feel like something worked. I personally feel like that worked. I feel like you're, yeah. you, and I feel like you carried it. Like, I feel like you fully carried it. So what made me mad, and you all listening to the podcast and go back and listen to the tape, there was like three or four times where I was in the middle of a sentence and I, I had nowhere to go. My brain went, I was like, I'm David Bowie, go to the store and buy a, <laughs> and I was like, buy a, Begun? Like I, I didn't like I didn't know my brain didn't know where to go, and that's when I stop having fun and get mad when I can't. Right. When there's when I grab like the one thing about I that I enjoy about my you know I talk about myself, but like what I enjoy in comedy a lot of times I'm, if I'm riffing or whatever, it's like I can grab, I can just put my hand into the darkness. It'll pull something out, and I look at it, and I go, this is what you grabbed, and that's what I'll use. But three times I reached into the darkness today, looked, and there was nothing in my hand. And then you go, holy shit, you grabbed nothing. But what I'm usually good at is, like, I can just reach my hand in the darkness and be like, what is this? Oh, this is an elephant who talks to his dad in racial slurs. Okay, that's what we're playing with. You know, like, it can grab random shit, and then we can have fun with it. But, like, man, I grabbed for nothing, and then I was just getting mad at myself. That's just how into uh, uh, just a, this how my brain uh this is how I know how Anthony beats himself up. I know how Brendan beats himself up. This is how I beat myself up. When I when I can't do what I want to do, even if it's good or bad. Like if I can't get to the words, and then I then what happens? So sorry to keep going. Where my mind goes is you couldn't grab anything because you aren't reading. And if you read more, <laughs> you have more words. Well, you need to sit down and try to read. And then I try to read, and then I fall asleep, or I get mad, and I don't remember the books. I go, it's because you're dumb. You've always been dumb. See this, Greg? You're dumb, and it, you're proving it now. So, like, it just goes into this weird spiral of shit that I hate about myself. Yeah, I wish yeah, this I mean, was a Patreon and not uh, the free episode, for, like the third episode of people on the fucking listening to the fucking... I Sorry. just want to I want to say that's a lot to be happening in there while you're also playing David Bowie trying to parent <laughs> a 16-year-old. I mean, you know, that's yeah. going to make it tough to find the words in the dark like you were saying <laughs> if the words in the dark are just like Greg, you don't read enough. No, don't yeah. say that David Bowie. <laughs> that's a Yeah, man, that, that that's a process, but um Yeah, I look, man, the Bulls lost to the Jazz sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> That, you know, you fucking lose some games. It's okay. You lose some games. I, I also, I, I, and 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 Greg, I don't. I think, obviously, feel your feelings. I'm not telling you, uh, no. how how to be. You know, but I'm glad this is the free episode because I think, first of all, I think the beginning was really funny. Yeah. You know, I'm bummed you didn't have fun, but I do think it was funny. And second of all, I think this portion, like uh, particularly to like young comedians listening, is helpful to be like, yeah, dude, sometimes I'm sometimes you get mad, you know, sometimes you feel beat down like and it's, mm -hmm. it's OK. You turn it around, you know, like you'll you'll have a great set or we'll have a killer podcast and you'll you'll turn that feeling around like it's you, you, you know, we've all been there a million times and we all come back from it. It's the people who quit and there's nothing wrong with quitting if you, if you don't love stand up, but it's the people who quit who, who don't come back from it as long as you're you're good like you are. 
the feeling will come back to greatness, you know, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's just like you'd ride, you ride the wave, you're feeling bummed out right now. It could also have to do with the, the, the combination of a show you didn't love and then a podcast you didn't love, you know, that builds. Um, but I don't know. I'm glad this one's the free one because it yeah. gives the people a little bit of a look that like, yeah, you have fucking high expectations for yourself because you're good. Would, thanks. I should say thanks. I'd also argue that if we would have, if I hadn't have canceled it, we would have gotten to it. Because there's a, been a bunch of episodes where like, they've been funny and fine. And then in that last 20 minutes, yeah, we all fucking find it. And I'm a little mad at myself for even being like, well, you pulled the plug before you could even find the great part in it. Here's the thing, man. We go right back into it. I could be Krem Demins Jr. at any moment. It's fine. We go right back into it. This was just a brief interlude. But yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I think to what you're saying is actually true, uh, where it's like if you can fight through the muck of this, that's when you can usually find what's really funny. Sometimes it just takes longer to, un, you know, to reveal itself. You know, sometimes right. you find, find everything right away, and other times it's like, yeah, it might take 40 minutes, but just to what you're saying, like, that last 20 minutes is explosive because it was kind of a 40-minute setup for yeah. this 20-minute punchline. So, yeah, I, I would always say, like, to... Um, and it's so hard in the moment to slow yourself down and be like, don't beat yourself up in the head. Don't yeah. panic. It will get there. But I, I find more often than not, that is the case. Like, um, totally. I, rem I remember, yeah, watching Scott Adsit that guy, uh, he played Pete Hornberger on 30 Rock. Yeah. Um, and he did like a scene at UCB. And I, I forget the girl's name. I think they were like a, you know, um, uh, very successful uh, two-man improv team. And like... Dude, they, and Gouts was, or something? Gouts yes, and Gouts? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. or... I can't remember. Something yeah. like that. But like, for, honestly, for like an hour, it was like a dramatic, horrific wife and husband who are going through losing their son in a car accident Jesus. and it was not funny i mean it was like if if you were there for like improv drama which i don't even know if that's a thing as a genre but if you were there for that you'd be like they're killing it <laughs> but um but the last 10 minutes was so funny because they had built up these like very intricate serious details for like 50 and and they just didn't panic you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. they were just like we're just going to ride this out. And even if it gets funny for 30 seconds, like that's what it's going to be, which yeah. I thought was cool. You know, I want to say that we, you know, give a little, I say we do, uh, I want to do an episode once where we improvise the whole time, but we're not allowed to be funny. So anytime someone says something funny, we have to go, nope, back to dramatic and just have to pivot every time yeah. something silly comes out of our mouth. And I don't know what that'll be, but that could be hilarious. Or I'd argue, hilarious. I'd argue <laughs> if you went back idea. through the archives, you might find one or two of those we already did <laughs> by accident. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah. pro that's probably it time-wise uh, for today, I think. Um, uh Definitely, if you're new to the uh, to the podcast um, and you like the podcast, uh, subscribe. That's a big thing. Um, yeah, smash that subscribe. Smash, <sighs> smash my fingers in the window. And I deserve yeah. it. Uh, rate no the podcast. Lean uh, into it, man. And take yeah. uh, take thirty Boiling seconds or whatever, and wherever you get the Rad Dude Cast, uh, uh, give it a little review. That that's super helpful for the algorithm. Um, uh, and uh, I will actually uh, be at Hilarities headlining uh, August twentieth through the twenty second in 
Cleveland. Um, they're doing social distancing, uh, reduced capacity. They're going to be super safe. Uh, so come out to those shows if you're you're in the Cleveland area. Um, and you know you can follow me at Airbud. Um, that's about it. Um, r- uh, real quick, um, go to Remember to Be Happy Studios. On that, you can buy some Rad Dudecast merch, but also now you can buy some Greg Stone shirts. Did I show you guys? You guys want a shirt? No, this is I got exciting. some Greg Stone shirts. Check this out. Oh, yeah. Oh. Those are great, man. Oh, those are awesome. Yeah, That's actually Bertram. like, it's rare. Bergstrom designed them. Yeah, I had Bergstrom uh, uh, draw me a picture, and I, he asked me, what do you want? And I said, I love your art. Just make me something <laughs> from your art and then put my name in it. And then he was like, well, what do you like? And he just drew a bunch of crazy shit that I liked. And I said, I like your monsters, and I like uh, raccoons and golden retrievers. And he put them all in the shirt. And uh, I was like, I'm not even expecting to sell a lot. I just was like, I just want to make some cool shirts. And they're like shirts that people would wear, and they're soft, so you'll, you'll like them, I think. It's so rare... Those are so great because it's so rare that a comedian actually has a shirt that's just a good shirt that looks cool. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, like it's always just some dumb shit from a joke written on. Like I've had Lunchables shirts. I've had Pizza Tracker shirts. And they're just I wouldn't wear them, you know, and like that. The only two shirts I've ever seen that are like cool shirts, that shirt, which you can get at remember to be happy.com. The two is a letter. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, Rand Barnaclo in Cincinnati has a cool shirt. That's a very similar idea, not from a joke, just a really cool drawing with his name. And it's like, I think that's the way to go. Make up just a shirt people would wear. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm coming out with a line of shirts too that have some of my favorite, my famous quotes on them. Like, these hot dogs ain't cheap. <laughs> yeah. You call yeah. that a cardboard box? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I'll be selling those shirts. Um, I've got them in all forms, and I've got them in, I've got them in tight little booty shorts for the girls, and I <laughs> those little juicy shorts. Um, yeah. but guess what? Guess what, everybody out there in listener land? Your boy is back on the road. Oh, boy. Here we go. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm my ready. God. If you're thinking to yourself, what was I going to do from September 10th to September 12th? I was probably just going to untangle this old rope that I've had in my garage for years. Well, not anymore. You can come see me at Mohegan Sun in Unkinsville, Connecticut. When? Where? When? Uh, when is that? You got an Tim- opener? <laughs> no. Yeah, Let me come man. open. All right. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, but I would. Oh, sure. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah, man. I would love that. I got. Let's do it, man. And that's right. You heard it here first. This just in. <laughs> Greg, Greg will be opening for me. Um, and that's not all. And now you guys are saying to yourself, all right, well, that handles September 10th to September 12th, <laughs> right? But... I've got a lot of rope in my garage, and it's going to take longer. So I even think that it might take up until September 26th. And my God, I live in the greater Minnesota area or a neighboring state. Well, guess what? You're in luck there, too, because I will be going back, back to Acme Comedy Club, September 24th through the 26th for a host of socially distanced shows. There will be mass. There will be no drinks served. There will be temperatures checked exclusively by me <laughs> at the door. <laughs> so, hey, Anthony. Come on. 
I got a question. You got an opener? I don't. And this just in, Craig <laughs> will be opening in Acme as well. We'll figure it out with flights. God, oh, right. I might God drive. If, hey, this just in. We're going to be driving to Acme. So if you Can I host? Absolutely. It's just in. Brendan will be hosting. And if you want to stand on the side, it's a long drive. And if you want to stand on the side of the road with cups of water like people do for the New York City Marathon, feel free because we will be going down I-95. No stops. And that is September 24th through September 26th. Hopefully my shirts get here in time. These hot dogs ain't cheap and you call that a cardboard box? Get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) That's Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Be there. Uh, cool. Hey, real quick, was that the club we we performed at together with that uh, with Michelle and that um, the lady was the owner and she was like she was like really cool or no? That was Denver oh, that comedy. Was comedy Works. Yeah, you know I was... use you as a, as an external hard drive for my brain. Yeah, she All was right. really cool. She was. All right. Sorry. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> The Rad Dude Cast is hosted by Anthony DeVito, Brendan Ayer, and Greg Stone. Original music by Brian Zippert. Produced by Mike Suarez. Executive producers Brendan Ayer, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.